The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the DJ and Dance. Our March Madness Bankroll Contest is back. It's free to enter and $1,000 in cash and prizes is up for grabs. Plus, we've got your first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. NFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, hitting you with an off-season uh, episode that is just chock full of what the hell is going on in the NFL today. Uh, basically, it's like, go home, NFL, you're drunk, as we witness all of the free agent signings over the last few days. I am joined by my esteemed colleague, Justin Mark. You know him better, at Football on the old-fashioned fantasy football podcast with his lovely wife, and dare I say, Justin, the better half, Miranda. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, man, thanks for uh, being on the show with me. I guess thanks for me for being on the show with you. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Welcome aboard, bud. A collective thanks to both of us. Um, before we get started, yesterday, big day, it was your birthday. Was it? So, happy belated birthday. I know I texted you and asked you, but from the show, happy belated birthday, and bear with me for a second. I always do this. I always start these pods and then realize that my computer's not plugged in. And um, so I'm reaching for my computer cord with my foot. So if you see me awkwardly moving around, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> We're professionals. Um. I, I got to tell you right now, and that that's changed. That's a moving target over the years, right? I mean, what we once considered professional is now just sort of commonplace. Uh, I, I much rather watch a person jockey around for their computer cord with their foot and laugh about it than uh, awkwardly do it and not explain it. So uh, you are a professional, my friend, 100 There you go. <laughs> and thank you very much, yes, for the, the birthday wishes. Uh, 47, I sometimes wonder if I am or not. Uh, I feel <laughs> pretty much like that same awkward teenager who consistently was uh, putting his foot in his mouth and getting punched because I was just weird so i don't know have i have i matured i guess time will tell <laughs> and you know what you don't look a day over 46 so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well thank god for that man it's the aging cream that i put on my no never mind. there you go <laughs> uh yeah anyway so this is this is the nfl gambling podcast you probably know me best from the nascar gambling podcast and yes this podcast as well uh, haven't been on in a while, obviously, because I'm normally the recap guy. And well, I guess today, Justin, we're going to recap something. We're going to recap yeah. the first few days of uh, it, is it technically the free agency period? Because I know this is like the tampering, the, the legal tampering period, but it just feels like there's no line between the, the, the times anymore. 
Yeah, no, there's not with the, with social media. You know, everybody and their even their agents tweet it right away. Like, oh, I just did a deal with so and so. I don't know why they have March 13th is when the the legal tampering opens up. Deals can't be signed until the 15th. So yesterday, technically, they could sign them, but I I don't get why they have that two day thing because everybody's tweeting out and reporting what they're doing anyways what's the point of why not just have free agency technically begin the 13th? I don't get the whole two day thing, but um, I'm sure people getting paid a lot more money than me are making those decisions. So I guess I'll leave it up to them. (laughs) Is it like the escrow period for buying a house where you got that cooling off period where you can basically pull your offer within a couple of days? You're like, Oh man, this house, I I loved it for a day. And then I really thought about it and I don't love it anymore. So I could pull it. Is that, is that what we're doing? Is that like a, a legal tampering period? Right. The only thing I can think of is um, last year, the Bears did strike an agreement with, uh, I believe it was Larry Abunjo, however you say his last name, Larry O. And then he failed his physical. And so the deal was um, reneged, I guess. So I, I don't know if maybe these two days they're doing their physicals and stuff like that. Um, I, I really don't know. I can't, I can't answer that one, but uh I, I like I like putting it in terms of an escrow period. I like it. <laughs> it's basically like a, a try it before you buy it. Like you look at the <laughs> roster with it on there, you know, and, and honestly, this feels a lot like I don't know if you guys. Well, you probably all have played Madden. It's the video game of choice for us football DJs. But, <laughs> you know, after you get done with the season, after you win your 20th Super Bowl in a row, because let's face it, you're all that good. Like you watch every free agent signing that goes on and it's just a big game of of like jumble words right and it's just this person huge is signing with this team and this and this and this and this this kind of feels like this to me because we've watched some pretty big marquee names go away and there's still plenty on the board that have uh ramifications of leaving their team so i'm dizzy and we're one day (laughs) into the actual signing period i don't get it yeah, and the last time we did kind of a, a futures update, if you will, was last week with uh, Moneyline Mac and myself, and like literally 20 minutes after we signed off from that, the Bears made their big trade with the Panthers. So um, I'm sure what we're talking about right now is going to be even different by tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Moon off in the house in the chat. What's up, Moon off? Uh, hopefully we're going to hold this down for you uh, on this page. But uh, yeah, we're so we got tons to talk about, obviously. And what we're going to do is we're going to break this thing down for you. We're going to talk about the signings and we're going to talk about the way that it impacts the uh, divisional odds that we're getting. So shop around for it and what we think each each of these signings is going to do for the chances versus what their odds are. Because let's face it, we're an NFL gambling podcast. If we don't tie this back to gambling, then we're kind of wasting your time. So um, we'll break it down by division for you. Just talk through some of the bigger names. Uh, on offense and defense, obviously, it's not a fantasy show, so we can talk defense and what that does for the defenses. Um, but yeah, Justin, first off, before we get to the break, just a, an initial overall assessment of of moves. What do you think? Does anything shock you that's out of the ordinary this this uh, signing period? Um, you know, there's been the whole Rogers saga. I don't know if it's been shocking, but it's definitely been interesting following along with that. Um, he went on Pat McAfee, I believe it was two days ago now saying that his intent is to play and to play for the jets. Um, he alluded to the fact the Packers are holding that up. Now I am a anti Rogers person. Um, 
So it was interesting watching him on there being like, I don't know what people are talking about with this list, but I love all those guys on the list. And then about five minutes later, I don't know who is even on this list. So that was, I don't know what's going on there. Um, other than that, no, I mean, we saw offensive linemen get paid big, a couple of them. Um, we saw a lack of running backs. I feel like running backs are not getting paid big. And I don't know if that's just because that uh, is such a volatile position with injuries. seems like if you have a good scheme, you can throw three or four different guys in there and it's going to work. So that was kind of interesting to me. And then of course um, the main running back who is on the news right now is Austin Eckler has asked for a trade and the chargers have given him permission to seek a trade. So that those are kind of just some of the things that are jumping out that I'm keeping my eye on aside from the big bears trade, but we'll get, we'll get to that and what I think of it while we, when we get to the NFC North. <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh, yeah. As far as running backs are concerned, I think it is crazy. I think the position we've seen sort of lose value as far as the individual player behind it. I mean, the Derrick Henry's of the world are few and far between that can mm -hmm. load up and get you 2000 yards each and every season. One running back that I find very intriguing right now is Zeke as he tries to find a new home. I mean, I don't, they said that they're going to release him. Is that still, I mean, is that posturing? Is that what, if, I don't know. We'll talk about that when we get to the NFC East, but that's one that I really found that name floating around. And, and then again, it didn't shock me either, right? You said, is it shocking? No, it's not shocking because we've yeah. seen Tony Pollard kill it right now. So this kind of feeds into the, do you really need a true RB1 in your system anymore? Um, you know, Tennessee Titans are, are an anomaly in the league, it feels like. But even they're starting to incorporate another running back in there. So we'll get to all of that and more. <laughs> Let's take a break before we do and we'll come back and start breaking them down by uh, division for you. Um, oh, that's the wrong button. Buddy, you're in the wrong opening bet. Here we go. Live television, folks. You got to love it. Let's talk about WinBet. WinBet's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During that WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. Dance is going on right now, and there's so many ways to bet on it. Sign up today. Receive a special offer. If you bet $100, you get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, you're all DGENs. For the DGENs only out there, if you hit the biggest parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from, and all you got to do, head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present. Senior playthrough WinBet. If you or somebody who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522. Or seven zero zero, the DJ and dance. Our March Madness bankroll contest is back. Feel free to enter, and you get one thousand dollars in cash and prizes. That's all up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo, where you can win an SGPN gift card. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. All right, Nick says to me, Rod, do you feel wiser since it was your birthday? yesterday no in fact i do not <laughs> age has not made me any wiser whatsoever maybe bud wiser are we allowed to <laughs> are we still a Coors family here i don't know but uh yeah no i, I definitely don't feel any wiser um in fact most people are, are growing wiser around me which makes my iq drop ever so slightly so uh, i think it's you lifting them up <laughs> look at you oh, you're so sweet 
Um, <laughs> all right, before I blush anymore, let's start uh, at the AFC East there, Justin, as we start breaking down the, the free agency signings and the whatever's taking place right now in the I'm not tampering, you're tampering period. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff going on in the East. In the East, let's set up the odds for you. The Buffalo Bills are the favorite at plus 135. Uh, New York Jets at plus 200. I expect to see that number get played around with if Aaron Rodgers actually does get there, but we'll talk to that second. Miami Dolphins plus 360. New England Patriots plus eight. They're eight to one to win the AFC East. Holy cow, how the mighty have fallen. But uh, Justin, where do you want to start, bud? Let's start with the favorites, the Bills here. Um, not a lot happening, really. I mean, if you look at their transaction sheet, they got a, a backup quarterback who may end up being the backup. Um, they lost some pieces on defense. They did sign Poyer, which I think he's a good safety, so nice bringing him in. But aside from that, it, you know, the, the team at least is staying somewhat consistent, though I do think um, losing linebacker Edmonds is is pretty important to their their defense but maybe they know they have a guy they can slot right in there for him but um yeah i it, it'll be interesting because i do think there is one team here um being the jets that could be hot on their heels um uh, as much as i'm not an aaron Rodgers fan he does win divisions so will be interesting to see if, if that does get done how josh allen and the bills respond to that so in Buffalo, it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Obviously, they finished top of the East, 13 and three uh, second place Dolphins over there at nine and eight. So, you know, this isn't for me. I, I'm old school, right? I watched football in the 80s when the when teams barely and very rarely had people flock to other teams like they do now. Right. Free agent free agency was not uh, a shark tank um, like it was before wiser to bet a New York jet to win the division. Well, I mean, obviously, yes, especially <laughs> now do it now, because if you don't and, and Rogers does come in and that, that number plummets, then you're sitting on a hot ticket. Um, shop around though, get a better price than 200. It should be out there somewhere. Um, but anyways, so yeah, like I said, I, I remember the dynasty teams were the ones that stuck the core together for the long haul, right? For the four or mm -hmm. five six years that they were dynasties. It's tough to do that now. We're seeing the Chiefs accomplish a large portion of that, but their 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 cast is changing ever so slightly every once yeah. in a while. Right? So you lose Tyreek Hill, you still go <laughs> to the Super Bowl. It just that's a weird that's a weird instance. But back in the day, the whole core came together. So the fact that the Bills are sort of doing that right now and just kind of leaving things well enough, I like that. I like it because they were far and away the best team in the East. So maybe they'll stay that way even with the tides changing around them. So um, I like the strategy and, and I think it's going to work for them. I still think they deserve to be the favorites. Um, it's still not a sexy price to me though, to, to win unless you want to win money, especially now though, that we might know uh, that they're going to have some competition like Nick was alluding to in the chat. Yeah, no agreed. Um, when you look at this division in general, I know people get excited about the dolphins Um they didn't do a ton. They've traded for Jalen Ramsey, which I do think makes their defense a little better. But um, I just, I don't know if Tua can stay healthy. That's my big thing. With the concussion issues he had last year, I worry about Tua and his health. So it's hard for me to, to buy into the Dolphins. And then the Patriots, we just said worst odds in the division. Um, they get rid of Jacoby Myers or lose him to the free agency, I guess. Bring in Juju Smith-Schuster. 
trade Johnny Smith out of there. So Hunter Henry must be the guy I'm assuming. Um, but nothing about that team. I mean, it runs through Ramondi Stevenson and still has a decent defense, but nothing about it screams to me division winner over the bills. Um, and then again, the jets, the only team I think is going to be hot on the heels this week or this year. So if I'm looking at this and I am looking to bet one of them, I think you have to go with the bills, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're going to, unless you do want to take that long shot on the jets before Rogers decides to make his actual move, um, that would probably be the other place I would going, but even still the jets, I saw, I saw somebody tweet out and I thought it was funny. Um, they were like, I can't get, I can't win a, a division or I can't win a conference with these wide receivers. And then they all sign to New York jets. And he's like, I'm going to sign with the jets. It's like, or no, give me pieces to win. And then he signs with the jets and there's the same pieces. It's like, yeah. okay, well, sure. Whatever. Um, yeah. So let's talk about, let's talk about those dolphins. You talked about the dolphins being, uh, the dolphins, they signed Mike white to a two year deal to supposedly back up, uh, to obviously when the Rogers, uh, raffle was gone. Now keep an eye out. I still hear rumblings of Brady possibly going to Miami. Don't think that's going to happen. How would you bring Brady to Miami? What does that say to Tua? Like, okay, sorry. We, we know you're the future Tua, but let, <laughs> we're going to get a Super Bowl here real quick. We're going to bring Tom Brady in to win a Super Bowl. That's, that's just a kick in his groin right there. Now, Brady has alluded to the fact that anybody that thinks he's going to unretire has never had a two-and-a-half-month-old kitten because he got his daughter a kitten and apparently taking care of this kitten is more important than taking care of the kids. Cause he was fine playing football with kids in the house, just not a kitten. So that, that is interesting. Um, he's not coming back because of the kitten. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I saw that too. And I was like, dude, really? I mean, now, now I know you're bored. Just get yourself a rocking chair, sit out wherever you're sitting and scream at the clouds. That's, that's what you need to be doing right now. Um, that's what I'd be doing. Shoot, if I was, if I had his type of money, and I was still <laughs> as old as I am now, and I didn't have to work another day in my life, you better believe that would be a beautiful cushioned rocking chair. And those clouds I'm screaming at, they'd be screaming back because I'd have enough money to pay him to do it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Nick Fortune says, "J Mark taking care of a cat is tough work." <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, tougher than going back and getting your ass handed to you time and time again. Right. Uh, yeah, it, for a season of football. Uh, all right, so the Dolphins also have their trio of wide receiver, or I'm sorry, running backs back in Miles Gaskin, Raheem Mostert, and Jeff Wilson. So basically the Niners' old backfield. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they're, they're still set there. That backfield, man, you, we want to talk about the running back position being devalued. This is how it happens. You have three... Yeah. Running backs, it could be a running back one on other teams. We see Raheem Mostert do it in San Francisco. We saw Jeff Wilson do it in San Francisco for a second. And then we saw Miles Gaskin do it as well. But they're all in one backfield. And so now we're playing hot potato between three potentially uh, running back ones. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, obviously, you got to love the options for the Dolphins in the running back room. If they can stay healthy, all three of them have had some injury issues, which Maybe that's why you have to pay three different guys. But, um, you know, I know this is gambling. It's a nightmare for fantasy uh, teams, obviously, trying to figure out who's going to carry the ball the most. But, you know, it does give them some versatility. Um, when you think about the the wide receivers they have in Hill and Waddle, 
now they have running or they have also have running backs. I guess not now because they had these guys last year, but they also have running backs to throw in the mix there um, and mix it up. So at least they're balanced. But yeah, it is. It's hard when you got three guys. I, I'm still a fan of the fact that when you have rotating running backs, it's hard to build a rhythm, right? It's hard for those guys to get in the groove. Um, we see a lot of running backs that like Derrick Henry, you watch him get better as the game goes on because he gets in his rhythm. So um, it's interesting to see him have three different guys that can carry the load. And it's just frustrating all around for those guys. I mean, we saw we see in the XFL with the quarterback carousel. It's it's not as fun as it seems on paper. But um, just other things of note: Braxton Berrios comes over to the uh, to the Dolphins, and then you talk about Jalen Ramsey. That was your your big thing. Um, Look, I watched this guy in the NFC uh, West. I'm not impressed. I don't think he makes the defense any better. He got torched so many times with the Rams. And listen. All I'm saying, and I know that everybody's like, when you're too hard on a player, that player's like, yeah, you've never played a day in your life. I know, but I got eyeballs and I watch what <laughs> happens. You know, you can sit here and, and tell me that I'm the worst podcast host in the world. That's fine. I mean, that's that's you observing your uh, me and that's okay. Like if that's, if that's what you get out of observing me, 100%. But I've watched him get torched so many times uh, by these receivers that I don't know if it's his attitude. I don't know if it's his skill set. That's that's uh, diminishing now, but I'm not scared of Jalen Ramsey. I don't think he makes this defense any better at all. You find me the guy calling you the worst podcast host in the world. I'll take care of him. They're out there. <laughs> I'm sure they're out there, and that's fine. I, I, I'm a tough enough guy now where I can do that. They're not named Nick Fortune. Rod, uh, you are a good podcaster. <laughs> but see, the people that listen to me enough know that I fish for compliments in backhanded ways, so I appreciate that. Um, all right, just uh, real quick down the list. Uh, the Patriots signed James Robinson. Man, that's one that hurt when he left the Jags, and uh, now mm-hmm. the Patriots are going to get him. But what does that mean? I mean, they've already got Ramondre Stevenson. They already had Damian Harris. Like, what does this mean now? Yeah, to me, it doesn't mean too much. Um, if anything, it hurts Pierre Strong's uh, value in this backfield. But um I think he's just kind of a veteran guy that they're bringing in that they can throw in on some plays. I don't think he's going to have too much of an impact, especially with how good Ramondi Stevenson has been. So this is going to be a running team. Um, bet the unders because they're going to have a strong defense. They're going to run the ball and slow. Uh, that clock's going to keep rolling. And um, yeah, bet the unders on this team, but do not bet them to win the division. <laughs> oh, God. And it's sad, too, because, uh, you know, I, I did like James Robinson. Dude was a thousand yard rusher like how quickly he fell from the, from the good graces when Travis Etienne came to Jacksonville and sort of took it all away from him. Um, you talk about Juju Juju's there yeah. kind of helps Mac, right? A little bit. Yeah, I think a little bit. Um, I I'm not sold on Mac Jones as a quarterback, as a QB one. So I don't know if you can get him enough help, but um, it's, it's something at least Juju's a talented player. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's that's we'll the nicest I could say. <laughs> I, that, he's good. Yes, he yeah. plays football. Uh, the Jets. We'll move on to the Jets because you know we we talked about the odds already for these guys. Uh, Alan Lazard, right, getting over there, uh, potentially reuniting with Aaron Rodgers if that happens. Uh, Solomon Thomas is going to stay. Quincy Williams is going to stay. They got Greg the Leg. They may need him more and more and more as the season progresses. Um, but yeah, I mean. This is going to be a really the bills have this one in my opinion, honestly. And I think everybody else is going to be jockeying for position. Agreed. So 
Um, all right. Are you ready to move on to the AFC North? Any any final AFC East uh, notes that you want to follow up on, or did we thoroughly annihilate just, that? Division? Just the Bills' division to lose. Yep, it really is too. Those guys, they've got all all the firepower and all the momentum. Yep. Um, all right. Well, let's move to the AFC North. You want to talk about some turmoil, <laughs> turmoil, and and just straight up shade all over the place in the AFC uh, North. Let's uh, take a look at the odds for them. The Cincinnati Bengals sit at uh, plus 125 to win this. Baltimore Ravens at plus 280. Cleveland Browns at plus 350. Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 550. Justin, the biggest story in the AFC North has to be Lamar Jackson, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not a fan of when players act as their own agents. Um, I realize he's just trying to maximize his value and, you know, speak for himself and all that. And I get that and I respect it, but I'm just not a fan of it all altogether. Um, this is a guy that's starting to show an injury history um, over the past two years and turned down reportedly three year, 133 million guaranteed. That doesn't seem like a smart move to me. I realize when he's on the field, he can be electric, but $133 million guaranteed is a lot of money. So um, you got to wonder if he's going to be playing not with his full heart because he's not happy there, not happy that he hasn't gotten more. I guess we'll see, but definitely uh, it's interesting and it, it starts to provide some kind of rough around the edges, right? Where this team is maybe on the outside looking in now. Well, he's entered into an open relationship with the Ravens as far as he's got the non-exclusive franchise tag, uh, but he's allowed to talk to anybody he wants. You know, he's got to come home at night to the Ravens, but he can go out and do whatever he wants uh, as long as he just comes home at night and, ta- and and finishes the day with the Ravens. So, look, here's the thing about it, right? And, and I understand that as players, they definitely want control over their value. Honest knows I want to be in control of my own value, right? Which is sure. uh, an important thing nowadays. But also, those agents are not just there to take your money. A lot of times they're there to broker those deals for you because – they know the owners and the way those owners think, you know, a player does know how the owners think, but think about it. Your focus is on the field. So that's yeah. why you, that's why you have people take care of that stuff for you. So you can keep your focus on the field, staying healthy, keeping those teams interested in you to actually sign you to those larger contracts. Right. I mean, it's not about, we don't think you can do it. It's just about, are you, are you really fully versed up on how the market works? You know, right. Are all you seeing is just these big time players getting big time contracts. And you're like, I got to get mine. Well, you do. But by the same token, <laughs> look, man, uh, you're you're getting those those contracts because these guys are negotiating for you. You know, yeah. that, that's why you're getting the contracts for sure. So, yeah, I mean, look, Lamar Jackson, do you think he's a Raven at the start of the 2023 season? I'm not, I'm not sure what team's going to give up two first rounders and a giant contract to him. So because of that, I do think he will be, if it was just the two first rounders, maybe, but, um, giving up that and a big contract, I don't think so. I think injury is the biggest thing in this right now. We're already seeing a pattern. So you can't, you cannot, I mean, when you don't finish a season, that's a, that's a deal breaker, you know, and it's, if if you'd stayed healthy, both of those years and you got your team to the Super Bowl, now you can start talking at another zero to that check, right? It's just, you know, you got to back it up. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Justice Hill is re-signing there as well. 
So uh, an electric little running back in his own right. I say little dude's like four times bigger than me. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. So that's that's it for the Ravens. I mean, it's funny how quiet the Ravens are outside of Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and this is a team that they didn't make it all the way. Obviously, it's not like the Bills where it's a if it ain't broke, don't fix it situation. So it is interesting that they've done virtually nothing. Well, and this triple option offense too in there, they need all of their their running weapons healthy. And and again, yeah. with, with Lamar Jackson not necessarily all that healthy. Well, I don't know. They're taking a gamble on even letting him do the non-exclusive tag. Although, what do they get out of that, honestly? I guess Just I don't the know. Rights to keep them? I mean, well, um, yeah, the rights to keep them, but they put the two first rounders. So if they decide not to match the offer, they get the two first rounders. That's what they've deemed his value, I guess. <laughs> I just feel like it's a, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's a rough situation over there. I wouldn't want to be yeah. there. Um, all right, for the for the favorites, uh, very quiet on the Cincinnati Bengal front. No really huge moves uh, on the making. But what are we thinking of Cincinnati? Obviously, this is still, I think, their uh, division to lose as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, some talk that Mixon could have been a cap casualty before the year begins, but now that they don't have Samajay P. Ryan, I'm not sure that's the case. Um, they did bring in left tackle Orlando Brown, but um, again, he, he was good last year, but at times he was a liability. Um, it was the exact reason I didn't want the, the bears to sign him because at times he was a liability in the pass block. So um, yeah, quiet. They are a team that, you know, they did very well, so they don't need to make a lot of moves and can probably um, kind of fill their needs in the draft. Yeah, I don't expect much more to happen with these guys. I, I really do think that they're probably going to stick around uh, with what they have. And like we said, rightfully so uh, their odds. We talked about their odds at the outset, uh, plus 125 to win the division. You know, the books are really, really just playing it close to the vest with these yeah. teams that they know are going to be contenders, right? Yeah, for sure. So is there value though, honestly, in, in, I mean, I know any plus money bets a good value, but like right. Cody and I talk a lot about it on the NASCAR gambling podcast as far as, well, what is your value? If somebody else can sneak up, I'm not seeing besides the Ravens, anybody else kind of sneak up on this division, right? The Browns are still uh, the Browns away from it. And, and Pittsburgh still got a long way to go too before they can contend with the, the uh, Bengals. Yeah, I think if it's me, I'm parlaying the Bills to win the AFC East, the Bengals to win the AFC North, and then the Jags to win the AFC South. That's how I'm going to do it to kind of get a better uh, plus money odds. You know, I, I know two of those are plus money anyways, but I always like to kick up the odds. You know, I like winning more money. <laughs> it's a DJ's only mentality right there, man. That's, That's right. why I come to the show for the fun parlays that we always come up with. Um, all right, so... For the Cleveland Browns, really, again, not a whole lot to to work around here. That no no big names that have signed anything. Uh, anybody you want to bring up from the Browns? No, they're just a matter of if um, how that quarterback situation shakes out and yeah. if things work out for them. <laughs> uh, I, what is that quarterback situation anymore? Who 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 is the Browns quarterback this year? I mean, Watson didn't look good last year. Maybe uh, a full off season with the team will be what it takes for him to kind of look the part. But I, I don't know. I think it was maybe a little buyer's remorse right now. I hear AJ McCarron uh, is out there somewhere for that. They may want to <laughs> mark up his tree. 
Um, all right. Anybody for the Steelers? I'm not seeing any other than Patrick Peterson. I think you had had him on the sheet. Patrick Peterson now on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Does yep. that move the needle for you? Uh, not really. I mean, it's always hard to fade Mike Tomlin, but I, they're just, I don't think they're there yet. I think Kenny Pickett's going to take a step forward, but I don't think they're there yet. Yeah. It's definitely not a great situation over there yet. Um, you know, and really, again, it's just a matter of them being able to, to turn all of that young talent into actual talent, you know, game or division winning talent, um, is what they need to learn. Uh, and now keep the winning streak alive though, for, for Tomlin, please, whatever you do, (laughs) that's a fun story, uh, to have going on over there. No doubt. Um, All right. I will move on from the, from the AFC North. Let's move on to the AFC South. Uh, man, the AFC South, what a, what a great division to be talking about. (laughs) Uh, the AFC South is the Jaguars at minus one forty, which cracks me up because we're talking about, you know, plus money for the bills, plus money for the Bengals. Uh, but here are the Jacksonville Jaguars after one year of turning everything around now minus one forty to win the AFC South. Wow. Uh, behind them are the Titans at plus 300. That's such a huge swing. The Colts at plus 450 and the Texans at 11 to 1. Justin, wow, Justin. <laughs> yeah, I think um, less of how good the Jags are. It's how bad these other ones are, right? Um, they're the only ones with a, a, a solid and set quarterback. We don't know if Malik Willis has taken the reins over for the Titans. We don't know who's going to be the Colts after they release Matt Ryan. And the Texans obviously are likely going to draft a quarterback with that number two pick. So without knowing any of the quarterbacks, uh, it, Trevor Lawrence is the guy in the division that is solid and steady, and you know he's going to start. So um, I think because of that, you have to give it to the Jags. I don't like taking the Jags with with it juiced. I don't like that at all. Um, so this is probably one I'm completely staying away from, but, uh, unless I'm parlaying it with, like I said, the bills or the Bengals, but none of these teams, if you look at the list that nobody else has really done anything as of note. Um, I know the draft will change that, but as of right now, uh, there's nothing to be excited about. So if I told you at the beginning of 2022 that I shook my crystal ball and it said to me, the Jaguars would be minus 140 to win the AFC South in 2023. <laughs> That's exactly how you would have reacted. You would have laughed at me so much that we would have just been sitting here thinking there's no way the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars can win the AFC South. And and for the, you know, front of me juiced at minus 140, you're crazy. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Well, uh we're not crazy. And now here we are sitting here talking <laughs> to you about that. Um CJ Beathard for the Jags uh, re-signing Evan Ingram is going to get the non-exclusive franchise tag. Uh, yeah, you're stoked about CJ Beathard, uh, <laughs> Iowa tie over there, right? That's right. Um, so I think that, you know, obviously two good things, CJ Beathard, a good backup, definitely a nice solid, uh, backup over there to, to, um, yes, Trevor, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Do the Jags have the best quarterback room in the, uh, NFL. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, CJ Beathard, Nathan Rourke. Let's go. <laughs> oh, dude, Nathan Rourke, CFL, baby. Yeah. He's the Lions action going on. I hope he That's does. Right. I hope he makes the team. I really do. That'd Same. be fun. Um, all right. So let's let's talk about the Texans real quick. Case Keenum 
signing a two-year deal, but like Justin alluded to, probably going to take a quarterback in the draft. Noah Brown signing a one-year deal. Robert Woods signing a two-year deal. Past that, I mean, Hassan Ridgeway, like on defense, nothing, nothing necessarily moving the needle on that one. Uh, Jimmy Ward, though, uh, going to sign with the Texans because guess who's going over there? D'Amico Ryan's to be the head coach. So, yep. Sad to watch him go as a Niner fan. Hopefully that team turns around with him. I, I'd like to see that happen. We'll see. Uh, I, I, I'm still mad they got rid of Lovey. So, <laughs> what can you do at that point? Uh, yep. <laughs> and he got a raw deal. That's oh, 100%. Um, the Colts have nothing of note really uh, going on over there. Their their transaction is is slow, but I think that'll pick up too. The Colts have a lot of work to do, and they know that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then the Titans, once again, not a whole lot going on. Uh, anybody you want to bring up from from either one of those teams? No, I mean nothing big on the Colts. The Titans bring in Andre Dillard on their offensive line, but um, not enough to move the needle. That needle is pretty much stuck at uh, <laughs> right. Whatever, whatever uh, is that's where it's stuck at. That's um, right. All right, let's move on to the AFC West, where uh, you know, again, it's it's the Chiefs' world, and we're just kind of living in it at this point. Um, the Chiefs are at minus one thirty, not juiced up as much as the Jags, believe it or not. The, the, <laughs> The Super Bowl champ Kansas City Chiefs, uh, less odds than the uh, than the Jaguars to win the division. Chargers at plus three fifty, Broncos at plus three fifty, Raiders at thirteen to one. No longer have Derek Carr in their room. Um, where do you want to start with the with the West? Yeah, let's just start with the favorites. Start with the Chiefs. Really haven't done much. Um, but again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah, I mean that Juju Smith Schuster no longer there, but he was not. Look, I, Twitter beef aside, like that dude, <laughs> he, he got into it with everybody and everybody shot back at him like, all right, you be a major factor on your team and then you can sit here and retweet me and, uh, right. and throw shade. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think the Chiefs are any worse off without him. I mean, he right. wasn't necessarily that huge of a factor in their in their season. So, you know, that just means Sky Moore maybe gets a, a little more run uh, and and we see some other targets kind of take the step up but we always say that with chiefs receivers though we're always like oh yeah tyree kill's gone that means mccall hardman's going to become a thing and then travis kelsey just gets 600 more targets so <laughs> yeah it's true and if tyree kill leaving didn't hurt the chiefs juju smith schuster leaving certainly isn't going to hurt the chiefs not even that much <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so nobody really of note uh really moving away from the the chiefs let's talk about the broncos Jarrett Stidman is going to sign a two-year deal. Uh, Samaje Pirine is doing a two-year deal as well on offense there. Um, Alex Singleton uh, of the uh, Calgary Stampeders fame, and of course, he played for the Eagles too, but uh, heading over to there as well, uh, signing a three-year contract. He's re-signing with them. I don't know. This isn't enough for me. Uh, to, to I mean, Russell Wilson did not look good at all last yeah. year. This is all going to be if you believe in Sean Payton. If you think Sean Payton is good because he's a great coach or did Drew Brees make Sean Payton good? Um, if you believe he is, there's odds out there where you can get him five to one. If I mean, maybe take that. I don't think it's enough not to knock off the Chiefs 
Um, they've proven to be a dynasty and a powerhouse. So um, it's a good, it's a good story, I guess, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting that they've given up so much to have an older quarterback and a, a um, coach who mainly his career was defined by Drew Brees. Um, but that's where the Broncos land. So, I, I mean, you almost hope it works out for them to an, a degree, but I don't think it does. Well, they, I don't think they have enough firepower to rise from a five and 12 team to knock off a 14 and three division winner. I just, I don't right. see it. And, and you know what I see missing on this list though, Justin, really, honestly, any wide receivers have known. I mean, there's, yeah. they needed help around, uh, around Russell Wilson. I know, obviously we love Jerry Judy, right? We love the hell out of him. We think he's fantastic, you know, but I still don't, there's no huge name wide receiver there that really helped Russell out at all. And until they grab one of those guys, uh, you know, Cortland Sutton, uh, it's just not enough. You need more in Denver Agreed. if you want to do it. Agreed. So, uh, all right, let's talk about Vegas. Jimmy Garoppolo heading to Vegas, taking Derek Carr's place. Uh, I don't know what this does for anything, but I just know that I'm going to be hurt watching Jimmy Garoppolo in silver and black. I mean, I've watched several Niners jump to the, you know, Jerry Rice wore the silver and black for a little bit, yeah. um, you know, but this is another one. What do you think? Well, good for Jimmy G for making so much money when he's a very injury prone quarterback and not a flashy quarterback. Um, I've said that for a long time, he is a bit of a game manager. I hate that term, but he is cause he isn't flashy, but he is pretty consistent. So I think the Raiders are going to do all right. I mean, I, I like Josh Jacobs. I like some of the pieces that they're putting around. I mean, they got Devonte Adams, Jacoby Myers. I mean, that's, that's going to be all right. They did trade away Darren Waller, but I think he was becoming more reliability with injuries. And I think Jimmy G is going to be more consistent than Carr. I think Carr is obviously bigger arm, um, bigger shot taker, but Jimmy G will limit those mistakes, but again, not enough to upset the chiefs in the division. So, um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I do think they're going to be a decent team. I would try to find what their odds are to make the playoffs and bet that, but, um, I don't, I wouldn't bet them to win this division. You know what, what it's going to be interesting to see is for him to go from a team that as perennially at the top of their division to a team that is now fighting for uh, a chance to actually be uh, a division winner. Right. I mean, yeah, he's going from the Niners who, when he was there was winning everything. Like he, he started the, the, his time with the Niners on a, what a six or eight game winning streak. Um, it all seems so far back now, but yeah, I mean, he was red hot. <laughs> And yeah. then, you know, now he's got to now he's got to fight and scrap. But he does get Philip Dorsett too, which could help him. I mean, it's not a terrible receiver in his own right. So, mm -hmm. Kobe Myers, Devontae Adams, Philip Dorsett might be a, a good thing. Like you said, Josh Jacobs definitely going to help him there because he's used to having good running backs. Josh Jacobs is there, um, you know, uh, and Amir Abdullah is re-signing to be a backup too. So, you know, there there's hope for the Raiders, just not. A lot. Uh, <laughs> speaking of hope for uh, a team that was formerly of Los Angeles, but is Los Angeles is the Chargers. Austin Eckler sucking all the oxygen out, asking for a trade, asking for a way out. So what does this do to this team uh, now that if they potentially lose Eckler? I mean, they were 10 and seven last season. 
I mean, what is Justin Herbert is going to lose a pretty, pretty big weapon if, if Eckler walks out the door. Yeah, agreed. Um, excellent uh, running back as far as pass catching out of the backfield. Um, if they lose him, I think they definitely take a step back. And you see Chiefs at the top of the division, followed by maybe the Raiders or the Broncos. I, I think the Chargers at that point fall. Um, and they're fighting for that third or fourth place to not be the last in division. So it'll be interesting. Justin Herbert obviously has a lot of talent, but Keenan Allen's getting older. Um, Mike Williams does, he stayed healthy last year, but he still is kind of a receiver that I think has durability issues. So I, I think this might end up being a bad year for the Chargers. They've not done enough to stay competitive in a very competitive division. I mean, there's a lot of people that didn't even think Keenan Allen was going to continue to play, honestly. You know, it's not yeah. as if he's without talent. It's just, you know, after a while, you start to see diminishing returns and you figure this has got to be his last season, right? This has got to be his last season. And he's young. That's the frustrating part. Keenan Allen is still not really all that old either. Yeah. No, I, I agree. He's just... Seems like he's been around forever, though, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yes, it does, actually. That's why I'm saying, like, he's one of those guys where you feel like you've been talking about him for, you know, 15, 20 years, and it's, yeah. it just has not been that long. Yep. So, um, all right, out of all of these, right, obviously the Chiefs running away with this at minus 130, but I just, there's nothing outside of that that makes me want to say I'm giving anybody else a shot in this division, so. You know, what, what are you going to do at this point? Even even the even the juiciest of of Las Vegas odds now with Jimmy Garoppolo in it. Um, I, I can't see myself doing 13 to one just on the hopes that Jimmy can bring this team to a division winner in one year. I'm throwing the Chiefs in my parlay I gave out earlier. So now we got Bills, Bengals, Jags, Chiefs to win their divisions. I think at that point it's probably getting pretty juicy. And unless there's an injury or a big turnaround by another team that we're not seeing, um, I, I think it's a fairly solid bet. It seems like a very good bet in that I'm, I'm actually doing the math right this instant. In fact, let's, let's, let's do instant mathematicians. <laughs> um, if I put all four in a parlay, oh, sorry, your picks can't be parlayed. Well, we'll figure that out. Books will <laughs> this one won't, but we'll figure out one that does. Um, all right. Well, that is it for the AFC. Let's, uh, take a quick break and come back and break down the NFC. And, uh, and talk about some of the betting ramifications of the moves of the non-tampering free agent, whatever period, I don't care. But <laughs> we'll get back after the break. Let's talk about Underdog Fantasy. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy's heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And for those of you watching live on YouTube, watching live uh, wherever you're watching, and if you're watching this afterwards on YouTube as well, thank you. Thank you very much. Continue to subscribe to this channel. Continue to hit that bell so you know when we go live every single time. And of course, as the kids say, smash that like button and let us know that you absolutely love us and want us to continue going live and being on YouTube. I'll never be hip enough to say smart. <laughs> I just won't. Quick quick update. Obviously, um, NFL Gambling Podcast is part of the Mothership Sports Gambling Podcast, which is really heavy on first-half unders 
for the March Madness tournament today. They're sitting at four and one on the day. Um, and it looks like the uh, fifth one is going to hit. So we're looking at five and one for first half unders today. I like it. Go buy the first half under shirt on the uh, SGPN merch store as well. Everybody will yeah. love you for the first half under shirt. Uh, it's just that's that's the motto of this uh, network. First half unders, baby, especially in March Madness. Got to love it. Uh, all right, let's move on to the NFC. What a mess in Dallas. Uh, we'll talk about the NFC East first. The NFC East is always going to be a mess. If you're not the Philadelphia Eagles, who are the favorites here at plus 120, Dallas sitting at plus 190, then the Giants at plus 450, and the Washington, who will be my owner? Are you my owner? Uh, Commanders. That's a, That was my favorite book growing up. Are you my owner? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the Commanders sit at 8-1 to one to win the NFC East. But I think one of the biggest stories, like I said at the beginning of this, was the fact that Ezekiel Elliott and the, and the Cowboys could very well be parting ways. And we're seeing one of the greatest marquee names of a franchise just sort of quietly passed off. And it's, I, it's crazy to me. I never thought I would have seen it happen that way. It is crazy. I mean, I think we can all say that he is a shell of the back he was at the beginning, but he's still a solid running back. He can still get the job done. Probably just not that featured back. That's getting every carry. Um, Pollard just was more effective than him last year. And that's why they franchise tag Pollard and they're cutting ties with Zeke. Be interesting to see where Zeke goes. Um, aside from that, the Cowboys haven't done much. They traded for Stefan Gilmore, an older cornerback who, yeah, he's been good, but he's getting to that age where it's like, is he still going to hang with those fast receivers? You know? Um, so yeah, I, th I think the Cowboys continue to kind of slide and I'm still not sold on Dak Prescott as a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's the one right. thing that I, he's got to prove it to me. He's got to show me that he can do it and get it done when it counts. Because, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is, is a shining example of, of exactly that, right? I mean, he's been in the league less time than Dak Prescott and Dak Prescott is is only wish that he could do what Patrick Mahomes has done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now he's going to have Tony Pollard and no Zeke Elliott. And again, not as if Zeke was the biggest factor in that, in that backfield. Although what I find uh, very intriguing is that Tony Pollard has that same non-exclusive franchise tag that does uh, um, Lamar Jackson. So it's like, yeah, we're going to franchise tag you, but you can still talk to other people, but we clean the room out for you. So right. <laughs> Stay with us, please. Like we we let go of what was probably keeping you from keeping us or staying in this in the first place. So let's just uh, stay with us, if you will. But yeah, I think the Cowboys. It's going to be tough for them to make a run at this. And it, what crap? What what I find also intriguing is that their odds are at plus one ninety. Like that's pretty close to the Eagles at plus one twenty. I mean, no Zeke. You still know that that uh, Dak Prescott is there. Like I don't know. It, it crack. It just makes me think. What? Because the Dallas Cowboys were 12 and five last year, Philadelphia 14 and three. Are they going to get that close again? I don't think so. In fact, um, I like a team to win this division that's not named the Cowboys or the Eagles. Ooh, hot take. Hot take. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, then which one? I, I can't be the, it can't be the Are You My Commanders. Is it the Are You My Commanders? It, it is not the are you my commanders. They should have never gotten rid of Taylor Heineke. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, hey, there you go. A little uh, XFL ties as well. 
That's right. Um, oh, well, fine. Then it's the New York football giants. They agreed to uh, a 160 year, 160 million or <laughs> year, 160 year. Jeez. Daniel Jones is not going to be young anymore after that. Uh, four year, $160 million with Daniel Jones. Uh, Saquon Barkley got the non-exclusive franchise tag. Matt Breida resigned. That's a lot of moves, Justin, on this team already. Traded for Darren Waller. Um, I know people have raised a fuss about Daniel Jones, but I think he's gotten better every year. He's done what the coaches have asked him. Um, I really like coach Brian Dabble. And I think last year, you know, Daniel Jones finished as a top 10 quarterback with a revolving door of receivers. So I think if they get him solid pieces now, part of it is more of a fate of the Cowboys and a fate of the Eagles. The Eagles lost their offensive coordinator. They lost their defensive coordinator, and they lost some key pieces on defense. Um, and they lost Miles Sanders. I know they brought Rashad Penny in, but he's never been able to stay healthy. So for me, I think the Giants could make a real push here. And um, so it, it, it's six to one. Uh, is what I saw some odds six to one. I like I like those odds. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It really will be, especially like you said, with all of the the pieces that the Eagles lost. Um, they do, like you said, they do have Rashad Penny. Boston Scott's coming back, but again, Boston Scott's more of just a, you know, we'll bring him in every once in a while, give him a couple of carries, and then maybe around the goal line, uh, we'll, we'll put him in there. Jason Kelsey returning. Fletcher Cox is resigning. Um, Darius Slay expected to stay, but uh, maybe not necessarily leaning that way. Uh, we'll see when that's all said and done. But yeah, the Eagles, I mean, they got they got pretty stung by losing last year, you know, and that's yeah. a team that had so much bravado going in that that loss took the wind out of their sails and you could see it. Yep, agreed. And then, yeah, just like we said, the moving pieces that they're losing here, I think it's going to be too much to be able to dominate as much as they did last year. Yeah. Um, all right, for the Commanders, Jacoby Brissett signing a one-year deal over there. Uh, you know, Nick Gates, the offensive lineman, signing three-year deal. Uh, defensively, not a whole lot going on there either. So just, uh, I don't know, man. Commanders are a long way away from making a run at this division, I think. Yeah, and I think Jacoby Brissett's probably a backup plan. I think Sam Howell gets the start. Um, and I think it might take him a while. I'm not sold on him yet because there hasn't he hasn't had enough time to uh, get that game experience. So I think it takes him a while before he gets a good flow going. Yeah, I think so too. And like I said, if you're willing to go ahead and throw anything on the commanders, just uh, Venmo me. I will take that money. and just uh, <laughs> I'll put it to good use because it won't do you any good sitting on a futures ticket for them. Uh, there you go. All right, let's move on to your favorite division. It is the NFC North uh, that has your Favorite uh, New York, or New York, the Chicago football bears. <sighs> Too many tabs open in my head. Uh, all right. <laughs> so they bring in PJ Walker, buddy. Yeah. yeah. A little XFL action going on over there. So I'll let you set up your bears, but you know, you know, your bears the best. Yeah. So first of all, I like the PJ Walker move because he's a mobile quarterback. We did not have a mobile quarterback outside of Justin Fields last year. So when Justin Fields gets injured, you have to change your play calling. You can't expect same results. I think PJ Walker can pick up a little bit. Now he's not the athlete that is Justin Fields, but you don't have to change much. Um, 
the trade, trading out of number one. I said from day one, I want them to trade out of that because I think they can get more. They got the ninth pick in the draft, so they only moved back eight spots. They get a second rounder, a first rounder next year, a second rounder in 2025, and DJ Moore, a guy who is a wide receiver one. Um, that I, I kind of made this comparison fantasy football-wise. We saw Josh Allen struggle for two years with consistency. They add Stephon Diggs. He's immediately a lot better. We saw um, Jalen Hurts struggle for two years. They add A.J. Brown. He's a lot better. I think D.J. Moore can be that guy for Justin Fields. It makes him a lot better. They add to the offensive line with Nate Davis. And then the defense, um, Demarcus Walker on the edge, Andrew Billings on the defensive line, T.J. Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds. T.J. Edwards for the Philadelphia Eagles was a producer. Tremaine Edwins for or Edmonds for the Bills, a producer. They got both those guys for less than Roquan Smith's contract. I think that was a brilliant move to trade Roquan. And then you go around and you sign those two guys who I think can, you know, get more production than one guy can, obviously. Yeah. Don't look now, but the Bills are the the Bears. <laughs> Yesterday was my birthday, guys. I'm just gonna leave that <laughs> as my excuse. Uh, the Bears are are stocking their cupboards, man, and they're coming for this uh, this division. And I'd be afraid, honestly, if I was the rest of them, because look, in Green Bay, you may not have Aaron Rodgers anymore. You definitely don't have Alan Lazard now, and that was like probably the best receiver on your team. So yeah, uh, Packers haven't even added anything right now. They're still in limbo with with what Rodgers is going to do. That hurts them. The Vikings. I mean, obviously, we know the Vikings are are. Uh, the the team there. So this is the odds for the. We didn't even go over the odds. Uh, that's how that's how much I wanted to, you to get to I, the Bears. I was too excited about the Bears. <laughs> I had to let you get there. Uh, the, the Lions are at plus one sixty. The Vikings are at plus two seventy five. The Bears are plus three thirty. Packers are at plus four hundred. Crazy to see the Packers at the bottom of that list. Um, but you know, again, the Lions uh, are are the favorites. They have David Montgomery now. They signed him to a three-year deal. Uh, they have Craig Reynolds, the running back. They've also brought in uh, Will Harris at DB. But they haven't made too many moves either, you know? So, I don't know. The, the Bears seem very poised to, to make a run at this. Yeah, I, I don't like Montgomery leaving the Bears for the Lions. Um, I think for as cheap as his contract was, it made more sense for the Bears to keep him. But again, this this running back position has been devalued. I have heard I, we need offensive line help. Don't get me wrong, but I've heard some rumors that with that ninth pick, the Bears might be looking at Bajan Robinson, the top running back in the draft. Now, him with Fields, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, and Darnell Mooney, and Cole Kmet. We're talking about a real offense, <laughs> which the Bears have not had. Um, so that that's pretty intriguing to me. Can you handle that? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what to cheer for if you had a real offense like that. I, I just don't know either. Uh, all right. Quickly on the Vikings, Nick Mullins resigned. Alexander Madison uh, agreed to a two-year deal. Uh, Marcus Davenport has agreed to a year deal. Um, Greg Joseph resigning with that team. They've, they've got to figure it out if they're going to compete. That's all there is to it. They've got to know how to close. And, and that's the biggest thing with this team is knowing how to close. Yep. All right, let's talk about the NFC South, where the, jeez, uh, man, <laughs> this is going to be a crazy division as well. All sorts of moving parts for the NFC South. Obviously, we know Tom Brady's gone from the Bucks. They sit at plus 550 for the division. Uh, the Falcons at plus 400. 
the Panthers at plus 240, and the Saints sit at the top of this list now with Derek Carr uh, at a plus 125 to win. Let's talk about those Saints. They do have Derek Carr. Jameis Winston is re-signing there too, uh, going to be the perennial backup. Uh, they get Jamal Williams agreeing to a con- or a two-year con- or three-year contract rather. Uh, Michael Thomas is re-signing, and uh, you know, on offense, you know, it looks like they might get things together this year if Derek Carr can elevate that offense. Yeah, for sure. Um, I love the Jamal Williams signing. I think, you know, um, obviously Alvin Kamara is facing potential legal issues. So if that happens, I think Jamal Williams is a great piece to just slot right in there. He's a good running back. He had a great year last year for Detroit. Um, surprised they let him walk because he's such a, a team first guy. Like everybody on the team loves him. He's a locker room guy. And I think that's going to help the Saints. I think they need a locker room guy. Um, buzzing excitement with Carr coming in, of course. I, I like their odds here. I think it's their division to lose at this point because everywhere else, your again, your quarterbacks are the kind of the question. Yeah, well, let's talk about one of those quarterbacks as well. Because, um, again, I think the Saints definitely have a, a good thing going. Uh, but for the Panthers, they're getting Andy Dalton signing a two-year deal over there. Y- yay. Uh, they're getting Miles <laughs> Sanders, which is, you know, good. They've got, they're getting Hayden Hurst as well. So they're kind of stocking up for a run um, now after letting Baker Mayfield go, uh, who's now going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to fill in the shoes of one Tom Brady. Perfect guy to do it. Perfect. <laughs> Imagine going from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, well, Tampa is going to have to do that unless uh, Tom decides he wants to come out of unretirement with his cat. Uh, <laughs> but Baker does get Chase Edmonds uh, at running back, so there is that. Um, but yeah, man, this this eh, eh, this South division is going to be nuts. The Falcons get her getting Taylor Heineke, uh, Jonu Smith. The the Falcons are the ones that have made the most moves right now out of this NFC South division so far. Yeah, though I don't know. I mean, I like the Heineke signing. I assume Desmond Ritter gets the opportunity to have that job since he's their quarterback they invested in last year. Um, the Jonu Smith thing is interesting, especially when you have a guy like Kyle Pitts. Um, but yeah, this team, I, I think I think it's still missing pieces, obviously. Same with the, the Bucks now that they don't really have a quarterback and the Panthers, so... Um, really when you break this division down, I think it's, it's the saints to lose as long as Carr can perform well. I think it's their division. Yeah. He definitely far and away is the best quarterback in that division right now, uh, without Tom Brady in the mix. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is this the time where you just finally move, uh, um, uh, the Kyle Pitts over to receiver and just call him a receiver and not a tight end anymore? It might be. It might be. Um, Kyle Pitts is a sore subject for me for anybody that listened to fantasy football of mine. So um, I do not, I no longer have Pitts passion. It is gone. <laughs> it's not hard to understand why that yeah. is for sure. Uh, anything else in the NFC South you want to talk about? Touch on? No, just a gross division. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I'm, I'm ready to wash, wash it all off of me and move on to the NFC West. Something I do know something about. Uh, the NFC West odds for the the division winners. It's the San Francisco 49ers at minus 190. Juice to holy hell. Seahawks at plus 425. Rams at plus 450. And then the poor Cardinals. They are at 14-1 <laughs> to win the West. Uh, 
You know, and you hate it for the Cardinals because they were sitting pretty for a while, right? Kyler Murray was the it thing. That yeah. that running back room with uh, um, Chase Edmonds and uh, uh, Kenyon Drake was was the hot hot topic. Now, not so much. Corey Clement signs on the team. Yay. I guess. <laughs> Matt Prater stays with them. What do you take from the Cardinals? Dumpster fire. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, dumpster fire as well for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they went, they fell from grace real quick. Uh, yeah. And the only moves they've made so far was they acquired Hunter long, the tight end from the dolphins and, and uh, offensive guard Coleman Shelton resigned with the team. Those are the only moves so far listed on their transaction page. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I think Stafford probably should have retired after he won the super bowl. And I think you're going to see that again on the field that he probably should have retired. Yeah. And I think he probably knows it. Yes. Yeah. True. It's, it's just a, it's just a sad reality. And with Jalen Ramsey gone again, I don't think anybody's going to notice. It's just that defense is still going to be that same defense. Um, yeah. Geno Smith getting paid three years, $75 million for the Seahawks. Boy, who would have thought that a, a rejuvenation of his career in Seattle would be just what Geno Smith needs. Now he's got to play up to that. <laughs> I think that may be where we find out whether or not Geno Smith is for real. Is can he play up to that contract? Yeah. And good for Geno, a guy that came in um, for the jets as a rookie and, you know, just kind of, didn't play well, fell um, off the wagon, then was a backup on several different teams, but kept putting in the work, got his chance to shine last year. Now, he had a phenomenal year last year. I think we're going to see some regression. I think there's going to be natural regression, but I think he can still be good. Um, I, lo I love the 49ers. I love what they've done on defense because they already had a good defense and they've improved that defense. I'm a little concerned about their quarterback situation if Brock Purdy isn't healthy. I think if Brock Purdy is healthy, that uh, they're obviously far and away the best team in this division. I think the Seahawks are a little sneaky because they retain a lot of the same players, and I think Geno was onto something last year. Well, they could be. They're the one team that I am really the most nervous about. Obviously, they were the ones that kind of gave the the Niners a run for their money at all. Right. I mean, it was it was the Niners at 13 and four. It was the Seahawks at nine and eight and then the Rams at five and twelve. So if anybody was going to catch them and of course we played them in the in the playoffs, right in the wild card round to, to try to move on. So mm -hmm. uh, they were they're definitely sneaky. Good. Um, see, chickens are garbage. Uh, I do know that uh, that the Niners, man, this is going to be a, a just make or break offseason for them, depending on Purdy. You're right, because now that Jimmy Garoppolo is gone, my first initial thought was. That one Twitter account that was drawing Jimmy G every day until he got traded or or let go isn't probably no longer drawing Jimmy G anymore. That's the one <laughs> thing I can think of that now you don't have to draw Jimmy G. It was a long run for that site, uh, but now it's done. So Jimmy G's gone. There's no more question of him sticking around. So now it really is either Trey Lance, Brock Purdy. They brought in Sam Darnold for veteran support, uh, and and maybe they start the season with him if. Purdy's not ready to go and trade Lance is ineffective. I just don't know. It's, it's, it's a big question mark, but we've proven that we can get it done no matter what quarterback we throw up there. So it's a matter of, of quarterback, but you brought up their defense. What's got you excited about the defense? Yeah. I mean, they were already a very good defense. And then you add in Hargrave to that defensive line 
opposing quarterbacks are going to be running for their life. I think. I think the the opposing quarterbacks should be scared. Yeah, this I, this could be the best defense in the NFL, in my opinion. Well, with Bosa and Hargrave on the yeah. line, yeah, it's yeah, we're already talking good good uh, um, quarterback rushing ability. Uh, Jimmy G will be great for the drug and adult community. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Uh, all right. And then also the uh, um, Cleon Farrell. Uh, Cleon and Farrell is an edge rusher signing a one-year, $2.5 million contract as well. Yeah. I mean, this is the Niners division to lose, and the odds suggest it, and probably a good parlay attempt to try to get you some better odds on it as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, looking forward to that. Looking forward. To th- this was just day one, technically. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're, we're right. reporting after one day of, of legal moves and all this has already taken place. Imagine next week or even the week after uh, everything that's going to happen. Teams may not even look the same by the time it's all said and done. For sure. So, uh, all right, Justin, any last thoughts, anything you want to cover before we uh, hit the road on the, on this episode and let the rest of whatever's going to happen happen? Uh, just shameless plug for my other podcast, Old Fashioned Football. We are launching to our own feed, still within SGPN, don't worry, but launching to our own feed on 4.4. We got a massive special guest, which is a secret. Um, and then 4.11, we have a, a guest that's not a secret. We have a master distiller from Savage and Cook Distillery in California. That'll be fun hanging out, finding out some more about their whiskey and, and their processes. So, yeah, make sure you check us out, please. And, oh, we got Twitter now, Old Fashioned FB, at Old Fashioned FB, because football is too long of a Twitter uh, name. <laughs> I got excited when Old Fashioned FB started following me. I was like, I have arrived. Yes, please make sure <laughs> to check out Justin and his lovely wife on that podcast. It'll make you smile. It'll bring a smile to your face and happy days all around. Follow well, me on you. Twitter at RJ Via Gomez. There is a link in the bio of everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media. Also, find me on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast as well. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on with my buddy Cody Zeeb in the NASCAR world. Keep it locked to the SGPN. Subscribe, hit the bell, let us know how we're doing, send reviews, all that good stuff. We'll see you again in a couple of weeks with another exciting wrap-up of what's been going on in free agency and update those odds for you thanks for listening we'll see you next time and let it ride